0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Crusher Talk with your hostess, Haley crusher Kane. I am a little bit scratchy in the vocal department, probably because I did get a cold, surprise surprise, traveling cross country. I'm just really good at that apparently. And I just played a few California shows. Uh, Thank you to everyone who came out to those shows, by the way, but this is why I sound a little crunchy today. And I've been thinking a lot about this vehicle of sharing thoughts with you on Substack and what I said last episode about segments and structure. Structure is such a freeing element for someone who has a chaotic mind like me and like many people I know. And so it's quite funny to me, this is the first time I've really considered having a structure, <laughs> you know? So I do have a structure today. We'll see how it goes. I may switch things around because, you know, I can't be committed to something for too long. But um, hopefully this will make it a little bit more easy for me to come on every week and just have a road map. So I'm not just rambling off into the clouds like the end of Greece when Sandy and Danny just fly off into the clouds in their car after the movie ends, which makes no sense. By the way, how is that an ending to a movie? Um, if you need to watch Grease again for the ending, I recommend it. It's very anticlimactic. Um, anyways, let's do it. So the first segment, oh my gosh, is going to be um, Crusherverse headlines. These are just like a few like bullet point things that are going on in the Crusherverse and you should be so proud of me. I actually emailed this to myself because I had a thought the other day and was like, oh, I will actually write something down. Hmm. How will this work? Maybe. <laughs> um, usually pretty helpful. Okay, so first Crush Reverse headline is Dr. Kane had his birthday, and we played a show in San Pedro at the Sardine. And I got a surprise cake for him that said "Happy Birthday, Dr. Kane Woo," which, as you may may or may not know, is Ric Flair's famous tagline. He was totally surprised. It was right after our sec- our last song. Um, our friend Ed, who actually his birthday is today, Happy Birthday, Ed! Um, Ed brought the cake up. It was the candles were lit by my friend. Natalie who is the doctor so I trusted her I said Natalie you have the lighter I trust you you're a doctor you can do this so she lit the candles Ed brought them to the front of the stage and he got to blow out the candles and I thought that was cute on stage and we all sang happy birthday to him and he was joking that he's now 69 years old which I thought was quite funny he's actually 48 and still rocking in the free world. So very exciting. I thought that was cool. It's very hard to plan little things like that when you're traveling and you're trying to do shows. And, like, we've definitely had an anniversary. We've had a couple anniversaries that we've actually played a show on our anniversary. Um, we, we played a show on our anniversary actually this year again too. Um, so it is one of those things where, like, if you can just squeeze in a little bit of, like, celebration – That's just always fun. And I thought that was really successful. The cake was a really yummy cake from Susie's Cakes, which is a franchise that is available in Southern California, Austin, a few other places, buttercream, really good, delicious cake. And they did like a little custom thing. So I was pretty impressed that they were able to pull that around, turn that around in like, you know, a day. Um, So that was sweet. I love that. Okay. Next headline is we played San Diego. At the Tilt Two Club, which is a cool—it's exactly what you imagine it to be. The Tilt Two Club—it's got black and white checkered floors, red lighting, um, smallish bar, very old school. We have a neon sign out front that says Tilt Two Club with a martini glass. I want to say there was an olive in the martini glass. Just very much what you expect. Punk flyers on the bathroom walls and and stuff owned by um, our friends Dottie and her partner, who I am remiss. I'm missing his name at the moment, but who cares? Um, they're both wonderful, and we had a really nice show. And um, I just wanted to say that our friend Kelsey, um, who we've met through just you know playing shows, and we met her at shows, she's actually a, a costume designer for Hollywood Studios. I'm not sure which one. Hi, Kelsey, if you're listening. Um, she actually drove down from Los Angeles to see the show and have a little San Diego vacay, which I thought was cute and very luxurious. And she brought me that one of the best gifts I've ever gotten, um, from someone at a show. And it was just like a little jewelry box that had two pairs of earplug earrings that she had made. One are, one of the pairs is hot pink and the other is, um, just like the orange earplugs. And they're literally, if you imagine, earrings with a little dangly chain and then the earplug at the end so you can just pop them in your ears. This is such a good solution to, for someone like me who I i believe I have ADHD, but that is to be seen. I'm still working on a diagnosis there. But anyone who's a little bit scatterbrained, I mean, I play shows constantly. I've probably played – dogs are – hear those dogs? Dogs are excited outside. Um, I've probably played – I don't know, a few thousand, thousand shows? I don't know, quite a few shows. And yet I still have a hard time keeping track of my picks and my earplugs. And you always need earplugs when you are listening to the first couple bands because you just don't want to blow out your hearing, first of all. And I just feel like it's a, it sets a good example for all the young people at the shows because they look to us as the elders, and I really want to make sure that we support good ear hygiene and health. And hearing hygiene and health. So I thought that was really, 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 really cute. I just was so enamored with that gift. I thought it was so kind. It was something that we had joked about on Instagram. Like, I think I saw a picture of it somewhere and I shared it. And I was, or I don't remember who shared it, but I was like, this would be so cool. And she totally came through and made them. And that is super awesome. It deserves to be its own headline. Um, so that's my other headline. Um not super crusher related, but in the crusher verse, which is, you know, my world. There are a few things I am absolutely loving right now. I'm in California for the time being. We had Thanksgiving, we had Friendsgiving, both were awesome and we've been eating tons of food. Oh my gosh, just so much food. Um, But one thing that is very simple that I've missed in Detroit is going outside and picking a lemon and having it in my water, having it in my tea, I just feel so luxurious Being having two lemon trees. I have a Meyer lemon that I planted myself probably, gosh, six years ago now, that's really yummy and juicy. And then I have a regular lemon tree that just kind of came with that, excuse me, came with the house. And so having the lemons has been really cool. Um, one of my favorite podcasts is The Bald and the Beautiful, hosted by... Trixie Mattel and Katya, um, the drag queen power duo, and they were just talking about this on their podcast because they live in Hollywood, and they're like, "You want to feel rich? You want to feel fancy? Go outside and pick a lemon." And it's true. I mean, picking lemons, picking avocados—these are this is my birthright as a true Californian, and I do not take it for granted. The other thing I've been absolutely loving. As you may or may not know, I have not had a car for the past eight months or maybe longer now, and that's hard for me as a California girl, but I have been walking my butt off literally. I didn't realize I had lost some weight, but my friends were like, wait, you look different. It's because I've been walking everywhere for everything. And because I became a walker living in the Hamtramck slash Detroit area that I'm in, I have been seeing my world in San Luis Obispo, California, as more walkable than I did in the past. And it is walkable. Not only is it walkable, but it's bikeable in a way that I didn't really utilize in the past, being the, that, you know, Southern California, Central Coast, I'm in a car all the time, girl, which is very much anyone who lives in California will understand that. It's a very spread out state. There's not a lot of walking going on. And so I've been riding my bike, you guys. I've been riding my Linus. My I have a powder pink Linus bike. It was expensive. I bought it years ago. And I don't regret spending the money because it has a leather seat that is so plush. It feels like you're just sitting on a, like, lazy boy couch. Leather handlebars. And just the way that it's built, it's just very, very comfortable. And I've had it for many years now. And it's still in great condition. It also has baskets that my mom got for Christmas for me one year on the back, um, of the bike and baskets, a basket on the front with a, um, cup holder. So I've been riding my little pink Linus to Sprouts to get groceries, to CVS, to what we call the ghetto grocery, but that's probably problematic. It's, um, bargain market, whatever. What am I thinking of? Bargain market. How am I forgetting the name? um, I call it ghetto grocery. Anyways, I've been riding my bike everywhere and realizing, first of all, I'm just in better shape because I've been walking so much and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. The weather is gorgeous. We have so many new bike lanes in my neighborhood, which is like South Higuera, Madonna Road, Los Osos Valley Road area, um, near Madonna Inn, very close to Madonna Inn. And I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's all these new bike lanes. And Just enjoying riding my bike in the sunshine, not having my bike for a long time, and also just – it's funny when you come back to a place and you realize, like, the place did not change at all, but your mentality changed. And I see – I just see the world as so much more walkable and bikeable now that I'm not living in California permanently. So that's a great thing. I've been really, really, really enjoying that. Okay, next. I want to talk – oh, next segment. So that was our Crusherverse headlines of the week. Okay. Um, next segment is crave-worthy. So, crave-worthy is food that is delicious, or something that I ate that's delicious. I really did steal this from um, Esther Esther Povinsky's My Pleasure podcast, but I don't think it's really stealing because every single person in the world that—well, okay, that was a generalization. <laughs> let's let's reel it back now. Most people that aren't sad people enjoy their food. And food is a huge joy. It's not the only joy in my life, but it is a joy in my life. And I love food. So I feel like sharing something that was just something I'm still thinking about. So it's got to be something that I'm still thinking about. And for, for this week's Craveworthy, it has to be Philippe's French Dip Sandwiches in downtown L.A., Oh my gosh. There is a controversy in Los Angeles about who was the first French dip, but I want to say that this is, I mean, there's two of them. There's there's Philippe's and there's another place. I don't really care who was first. All I know is that when I get to have that delicious, it's sort of like it's sort of, the the bread itself is sort of a nothing bread, which it works for the sandwich. It's just like a normal white, white ass bread, like white people bread. Just white bread. It's like a baguette. No, not even like a baguette. It's like French bread. Um, just like the most basic bread, but it's dipped in the au jus. I get mine dipped, not double dipped. Dipped in the au jus, so it just soaks up that delicious beef au jus. You got your thinly sliced roast beef, and then the most important thing, in my opinion is that slather of the hot mustard and then on the table you have another canister of mustard you can kind of squeeze on there and it's the kind of mustard that hot mustard with the horseradish that is really going to clear your sinuses prickle your nose hairs and I love it it was great because I got to go the so we played Redwood Bar in downtown LA on Saturday night this past Saturday which was great thank you to everyone that came out um Two of the bands dropped out because of COVID, because they got COVID, but let's just remember that's what the world is now and not be surprised. That's how it goes. I wish these people a very speedy recovery and the bands that came in and helped us out at the last minute were very kind. So it all worked out in the end. Anyways, um, I was probably more excited about Sunday than I was about Saturday because I knew we're going to play Saturday night in downtown LA. And then the next day we're going to be primed to just bop over to, um, Philippe's and grab a a French dip sandwich with my aunt Susie and my uncle Mike, who tend to go all the time. Apparently they grew up going there, Um, My mom told me that, so I guess that's a thing, and that would make sense why they go so often. But I feel like I've been going for quite a while. I've gone with Susie, Aunt Susie, um, when I've gotten picked up from Union Station, which is nearby there. She's picked me up there before. We've gone there. I don't know. I just feel like it's a celebratory thing. I don't know when it became part of my life, but it just sort of did. I think maybe in my early 20s is when I started associating it with, like, just an awesome – just like a good day in LA, you know, um, there's a couple other places which I could talk about, like LBJs, which is a Mexican spot that I also have these nostalgic, you know, Southern California memories about, but we'll just stick with Philippe's right now. Cause we're sticking on topic new for me, but we're going to try. Um, so we had that delicious sandwich. Um, Dr. Kane also enjoyed his, he actually had one of his and half of aunt Susie's <laughs> because you know he's a monster. And also he had the coleslaw, which if you're going to go, and I recommend you go if you haven't yet, go get your French dip. It's also quite affordable. Um, get the potato salad. I like it better than the macaroni salad. You're still going to want to put, um, a lot of mustard on it, but it's, it'll be better. And I don't know. Coleslaw, I could take it or leave it. But for me, it was just that sandwich. It was just and I had it with hot coffee, which is the oldest old people thing to do. Um, no shade to my rel- relatives, but because it was actually what I would have what I would have chosen anyways. Even if my aunt hadn't chosen that, I would have chosen it too, because I actually really loved the way the coffee and the sandwich and the hot mustard kind of all worked together. I was like, I'm in heaven right now. So that's my crave worthy, Philippe's the original French dip served since. Let's find out. I feel, and I, oh, it's USDA Prime. I didn't know that. Oh, also, you guys, you can get it with roast pork leg of lamb or turkey. There's also pastrami. However, I've been there, so I've never gotten anything but the French dip with just the the roast beef, okay? I went with my friend Leslie, who I love, and I actually spent Thanksgiving with this year. I love this girl. She's amazing, but she's like... She's that girl that's just going to do the opposite of what everyone's doing, and that's just her thing. So she got the ham sandwich. I didn't even know they had a ham sandwich. I'm looking at the website. It's not even listed, and it was, she was so underwhelmed by it, and I tried it, and it was, like, not good. So let's just remember, people, we don't go to Philippe's for the salads. We don't go to Philippe's for the ham sandwich. We go for the French dip. Um. Let's see. When when would they open? I feel like this should be something. It, I oh, here we go. It's on the it's on the mustard as well. You could also buy the mustard. So, recommend that. Go to the store online. Get yourself some of that hot mustard. Downtown LA since 1908. Okay. So that has been settled. Okay. So we did that. That was my crave worthy of the week. Um, okay. Oh gosh, it's funny. I wrote down like several other worthies, <laughs> but I don't want to go too rambly, you guys. I want to have a segment. I want to have segments. If I was going to briefly touch upon some of the other things that I've eaten or made, I will briefly say that because this is still under that segment. Um, one, so I guess my runner up for the Craveworthy is an In-N-Out burger because I haven't had it in almost a year and that's tragic. I will tell you what my order is. It is a – because I don't do dairy anymore. So it is a um, hamburger. I guess it's a number two with fries. So hamburger, animal style always with extra pickles. Extra pickles is important um, and French fries. And then I get a um, two things of ketchup, one for the French fries and one to dip the burger in as I'm enjoying it. I feel like I like the combination of the animal style – Thousand Island, which may have a little dairy in it. Don't don't try to tell me about that. I'm sure it's there. I don't care. I still love it. I, ca- I just don't want to do the American cheese. Um, too dangerous for me. But um, I like to dip the sandwich like in the ketchup as I'm eating, <laughs> like the animal style sauce. I don't know. I like two sauces. And then finally, I will add one thing that I used to make all the time when I lived here in San Luis Obispo was poke bowls because you can get fresh ahi grade sushi and tuna um, and salmon from my local sprouts. So I did make a poke bowl last night, but they did not have the sprouts. I think there's something happening with what's happening with grocery stores right now, inflation, gas prices. I don't know what's happening, but a lot of things, you know, supply chain. A lot of things are just like not available and they didn't have any seafood this last time I went. And I literally rode my bike. So I'm like, okay, I'm just getting what I'm getting and I'm, I'm riding my bike home. So instead of getting just the, the plain fish poke that they have, I got I, – I'm crafty like this. I went to the sushi area of the grocery store. I bought two rolls. They were like rolls that had, you know, fresh salmon and um, ahi on the top and then like were filled with spicy tuna. And I got that um, or maybe not ahi. I don't know, whatever tuna they put on top of sushi. And, um, I got uh, one of those little, um, containers of seaweed salad because seaweed salad is basically, um, mixed with the same sauce that a lot of poke comes in. So it's going to be mixed with like a sesame, a very simple sesame seed oil with sesame seeds and possibly a little bit of like yuzu. So I mixed that kind of with my veggies and my – I do sweet potato, cucumber, carrot, um, lettuce, and then I add sort of like the fish on top of that. So I kind of did like a variation on a poke bowl with the sushi, but it was absolutely delicious. Um, Usually I'll also put rice obviously in my poke bowl, but because I had rice in the sushi, I didn't need to do that. So it was kind of like a quick and easy and dirty sushi Um, I'm sorry, poke bowl that gave you the same vibe of a poke bowl, but it was a lot quicker than having to dice all the um, fish really fine and putting in a sauce or purchasing the fish already in the sauce, which can be expensive. I feel like supermarket sushi can be really affordable. So that was actually really good. And I also usually make my own sauce with like – a red chili spice and coconut cream. And this time I just kind of went with that seaweed salad and allowed the seaweed salad to be sort of the sauce. And it was freaking delicious. So I also got just as an insurance policy, cause it was such a lazy poke sort of vibe. I bought a fancy, a fancy sauce that I want to tell you guys about. Um, It is the Yuzu Japanese barbecue sauce from Bakken's, B-A-C-H-A-N-S. I've gotten the Japanese barbecue sauce before, but this is the Yuzu Japanese barbecue sauce, which I believe has more of a vibrant, more tangy flavor. Um, It appears to be vegan. Um, I don't know. It was just really fresh. It added a really nice tang, a little bit of sweetness, and a little bit of acidity, and it was so good. It was kind of expensive. I think it was eight or nine bucks for the um, the sauce. But it's one of those things where if you can just add that to vegetables, like it was so good on the um, the carrots and the sweet potato. It really elevated the meal. So I'm just gonna put that out there and link to that because I'm really enjoying that. And um, yeah, let's move on because again, I really want these segments to make sense, and I feel like I might be rambling a little bit, you know. Um, so shall we continue? Yes. Okay. I was just making sure this is still recording. Okay. Um. Okay. My final segment of the week, or actually I have two, so, so this is Sparkle of the Week. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but my nickname that my husband, Dr. Kane, Dr. Reed Kane, calls me is Sparkles. And I used to have a podcast called Sparkle and Destroy. I shouldn't say used to because my host and my muse, the Murr Crusher, um, Danielle Bagnall, and I have been scheming about getting our podcast Sparkle and Destroy back, back together, getting the team back together. Saw her last night at the Elks Lodge before we did a little hot tub hot tub soak and we were scheming about that. So, um, but I love the idea of sparkle and destroy. Like I it's kind of a take on search, search and destroy, you know, Iggy and the Stooges. Sparkle and destroy. Um, so my sparkle of the week, I want that to be either something like a a, a good deed I either witnessed or a good deed I participated in, or just like something nice, like just a nice like a nice thing you can do for the world, I guess. So my sparkle of the week is, um, I think I actually have two. The first one is being nice to customer service people. I mean, on the phone, not like in person, but like, you know, when you have to call, oh, who was I just talking to? Oh, like my insurance company. So you know how when you have to talk to insurance, you maybe like, you're not like normal polite. You're more just like phone polite, which is not very polite. Like if you were in person, you would probably be a little bit more kind. And oh, this is how I am, anyways. I'm just like a little bit more businesslike on the phone. I'm just trying to get shit done. And so this time, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually try to be slightly more nice. And I don't know. I actually made my customer service person giggle a little bit, which made me laugh and just made me feel good. Oh god, my phone fell on the ground, and I just felt like that was. Such a small thing, but it made me feel like less of an asshole. Um, Because even if you do get in and get out on the phone, you know, when you're doing these customer service calls and you're trying to figure something out, even if you get what you want, you kind of end the call feeling a little meh. But if you end the call feeling like, you know, that person had an enriched experience because I, I don't know, like laughed at their corny joke or, you know, said thank you like five million times or... I don't even know what like made the guy laugh, but I think it was just coming into it with a better intention and I just think I want to work on that as a person. I I can be pretty bad about like wanting to get in and get out in terms of like grocery stores and certain interactions. So that's my sparkle of the week. Um I think I might have another one. No, that's it for now. <laughs> I can only I can only be expected to do one tiny good thing a week, okay, people? But it may – part of the sparkle of the week too is just something manageable that I feel like would inspire someone else. Like if I could do something that simple, I feel like it may inspire you guys if you have to make that stupid phone call. Um, So And my final segment is my QT corner, which is quality thoughts corner. God, that sounds stupid now that I say it out loud. We might retool that. But I like the idea of quality thoughts, like the quality thought of the week. Like most of my thoughts are trash, like 99.9%. And most thoughts I think most people have are bad. And by bad, I just mean unchecked random thoughts that it just, they're not, you're not consciously trying to think them. So this is like a quality thought, like a high quality thought, you know, QT quality thought. And this is just something I've been thinking about because I've gotten really good about deleting junk mail. And for the first, I don't know, 31 years of my life, I just let it roll. I was just like, junk mail is life. This is the world. It, it was kind of similar to how I felt living in Los Angeles area. When I was living in Long Beach, like people would just litter everywhere. I didn't litter, but I had a feeling of like, life is just litter. Life is just cigarette butts and J- um. KFC wrappers, and that's just what it is. And I almost just accepted it. Instead of picking it up as I was walking by, I would just be like, well, that's the world. And now I'm a lot more apt to pick something off the ground. And I think that relates to the fact that I also delete my junk mail. My quality thought of the week is that thoughts, like thoughts are like junk mail or like spam mail. Um, They're optional. So you can unsubscribe, unsubscribe, if you want to. You can also delete them if you want to. So just remember that these thoughts that come in every day, like they come into your inbox in your brain, they're all optional pieces of information and that's all they are. And sometimes you can just batch delete them. Sometimes you delete them one by one. Sometimes you get stuck on one of them and then you realize, oh, I can unsubscribe from this. So just remember that you can always unsubscribe. You always have the freedom to opt out of any bad or, or you know, unchecked thought that is stressing you out. So I hope that that helps you this week, and I hope you guys appreciated my <laughs> slightly more organized crusher talk this week. Uh, I do want to come back next Tuesday, and um, yeah, I hope that you guys have a really good week, and I will talk to you soon. Okay, see you later. Bye, bye, bye. Toodles for now.